Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will go to Hotel Deck 3, where you will learn the next step in the history of Starfleet with the NCC 1701 Enterprise and the adventures of Captain Kirk and his, his faithful crew. Vicky, can you take us to the coordinates where we're supposed to be for this? Aye, aye, Captain. Back to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we're going to be doing Season 1, Episode 12, The Menagerie, Part 2. So, Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? You can find us on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Very true. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. And if you want a merch shirt, really want a merch shirt, you can go to www.vickystartrek.com. Yay! Hooray! So, Vicky, Season 1, Episode 12. The Menagerie Part 2. What did you think was going to happen in this one? Uh, it's continuance of Part 1 is what I put. Very true, it is. So, it says here, While Spock forced, faces court-martial for kidnapping Captain Pike and hijacking the Enterprise, he further explains his actions with mysterious footage about Pike's captivity by the Telosians. Right. So, yeah. And then, of course, I'm, we're trying to record this as fast as we can because I gotta go get a few things done be, because apparently I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yay, work! Yay! No! 
Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Alright, you ready to get in this one? Yay! Dun dun dun! hard to believe the events of the past 24 hours or the plea of mr spark standing general court-martial how do you plead to the charge of unlawfully taking command of this starship guilty of sabotaging the computers of this vessel and locking it on a course for planet talos 4 guilty and of forcibly attempting to transport captain pike to that planet guilty why why does Spock want to take to that forbidden world, his former captain, mutilated by a recent space disaster? Now a shell of a man, unable to speak or move. The only answer Spock would give was on the hearing room screen. How Spock could do this, he refused to explain. But there before our eyes, actual images from 13 years ago of Captain Pike as he was when he commanded this vessel, of Spock in those days and of how the Enterprise had become the first and only starship to visit Talos IV. Right. The first and only. They had received a distress signal from that planet and discovered there, still alive after many years, the survivors of a missing vessel, only to find it was all an illusion. No survivors, no encampment. It was all a trap set by a race of beings who could make a man believe he was seeing anything they wished him to see. And Captain Pike was gone, a prisoner for some unknown purpose. And the images we've been seeing are, are coming from Talos Force. Mr. Spock, you're aware of the orders regarding any contact with Talos IV. You have deliberately invited the death penalty. You know what you're doing? You lost your mind, Captain. Jim, please. Don't stop me. Don't let him stop me. It's your career and Captain Pike's life. You must see the rest of the transmission. Does Jim stop? Spock. Well, you're gonna have to wait and find out. We will wait and see. Court-martial of Mr. Spock has been convened in closed session. Despite all we can do, images continue to be transmitted to us from Talos IV. Starfleet has ordered no contact with Talos IV. They made no exceptions. You have no choice, sir. I'm sorry. The Keeper has taken over control of our screen. Do you understand, sir? As you saw before, Captain Pike had been knocked unconscious and captured by the Thelosians. I'll have to go back to my notes. Didn't they wipe his memory clean when they let him go? Nope. I forgot. Okay. No, they never did. None of them. They all knew what happened. But they were technically sworn to secrecy. You know.
Can you hear me? My name is Christopher Pike, commander of the Space Vehicle Enterprise from the Stellar Group at the other end of this galaxy. Our intentions are peaceful. Can you understand me? It appears, Magistrate, that the intelligence of the specimen is shockingly limited. This is no surprise, since his vessel was baited here so easily with a simulated message. As you can read in its thoughts, it is only now beginning to suspect that the survivors and encampment were a simple illusion we placed in their minds. You're not speaking yet, I can hear you. You will note the confusion as it reads our thought transmissions. All right, then telepathy. You can read my mind, I can read yours. Now, unless you want my ship to consider capturing me an unfriendly act... You'll now see the primitive fear threat reaction. The specimen is about to boast of his strength, the weaponry of his vessel, and so on. Next. Frustrated into a need to display physical prowess, the creature will throw himself against the transparency. If you're in here, wouldn't you test the strength of these walls, too? There's a way out of any cage, and I'll find it. Despite its frustration, the creature appears more adaptable than our specimens from other planets. We can soon begin the experiment. The inhabitants of this planet must live deep underground. Probably manufacture food and other needs down there. Now, our tests indicate the planet's surface without considerably more vegetation or some animals. Simply too barren to support life. So we just thought we saw survivors there. Exactly. An illusion, traced in our minds by this planet's inhabitants. It was a perfect illusion. They had us seeing just what we wanted to see. Human beings who survived with dignity and bravery, everything entirely logical, right down to the building of the camp, the tattered clothing, everything. Now, let's be sure we understand the danger of this. The inhabitants of this planet can read our minds. They can create illusions out of a person's own thoughts, memories, and experiences, even out of a person's own desires. Illusions just as real and solid as this tabletop and just as impossible to ignore. It's Captain Pike they've got. He needs help. If we start buzzing about down there, we're liable to find their mental power is so great they could reach out and swap this ship as over a fly. Now that entry may have stood up against hand lasers, but we can transmit the ship's power against it, enough to blast half a continent. Engineering deck will rig the transmit ship's power. We'll try blasting through that metal. It's funny how it works. Thousands but they can't see it. Do what? It's funny how it works, but they can't see it. What works? They when they blow a hole through the It just because the Telosians are using their telepathy to fuck with their minds. Exactly. For lack of better terms. Exactly. So it's not surprising to me. Pictures false, Magistrate. We find excellent memory capacity. I read most strongly a recent death struggle in which it fought to protect its life. We will begin with this, giving the specimen something more interesting to protect. Rigel 7. Right. 
by Captain Pike, gentlemen. Yes, he was still inside his cell, but knowing that couldn't help him. The delusions controlled his brain. And could make him live any place, any time, any situation they wished. He would see, taste, suffer with the same reality as you gentlemen sitting there. Longer hair, different dress, but it is you. The one the survivors call Vina. <laughs> or rather, the image of Vina. But why you again? Why didn't they create a different girl? So that there is a Kalar. They were a primitive warrior species native to the planet Rigel 7 in the Alpha Quadrant. Somewhat larger than humans, they primitively relied on weapons such as their armor, swords, spears, pikes, and maces. In 2254, Captain Christopher Pike of the USS Enterprise had a violent encounter with a Kalar on Rigel 7, during which three of his own crew members, including his yeoman, were killed and seven were injured. Captain Pike later blamed himself for this, claiming that his own complacency was the reason the Kalar had been able to successfully attack them. Gotcha. That's interesting to know. Kalar. Right. Quick! If you attack, yep. it's not looking. But it's only a dream. Rips the door off. Yep. You have to kill him, as you did here before. You can tell my jailers I won't go along with it. I'm not an animal performing for its supper. It doesn't matter what you call this. You'll feel it. That's what matters. You'll feel every moment of what it happens to you. And Vina just gave them away. Good job, Vina.
Who is she? Why have they stuck the images? Because they know that Captain Pike is fatigued. We can reconvene later. Then they care about the captain. They want him back. Alive, sir. I demand to know why. If you'll be patient, sir, the answers to your question... You're forgetting your own trial, Spock. You will answer all questions put to you. My answer to your question would be quite unbelievable, sir. I regret we'll have to wait and see it there. You just have to wait. Personal log, Stardate 3013.2. Reconvening Port Marshal of... So the interesting thing about the dress uniforms... Yes. Is these ones look like shirts with long sleeves. And TNG, they look more like a friggin' dress. Oh. You, oh, that's right. You haven't seen the dress uniforms in TNG yet. No. <laughs> oh, yes. Captain Captain Picard in a dress. Gotcha. <laughs> it, it, it looks awful. I, I understand Kirk and Mendez being in their dress uniforms and how they look, along with Spock, look much better than the TNG ones. Right. To be honest. Right. Just Spock. And the strangest trial evidence ever heard aboard a starship. From the mysterious planet now only one hour ahead of us, the story of Captain Pike's imprisonment there. Why are you here? Please you. Are you real? Real as you wish. No, no. No, that's not any answer. I never met you before, I never even imagined you. Perhaps they made me out of dreams you've forgotten. But I dressed you in the same metal fabric they wear? Or I can wear whatever you wish. Be anything you wish. So they can see how this specimen performs? They want to see how I react, is that it? Don't you have a... A dream, something you've always wanted very badly. Or do they do more than just watch me? Do they feel with me too? You can have whatever dream you want. I can become anything, any woman you, you've ever imagined. You can have anything you want in the whole universe. Let me please you. Yes, yes, you can please me. You can tell me about them. Is there any way I can keep them from probing my mind, from using my thoughts against me? Does that frighten you? Does that mean there is a way? Oh. And since you're not real, there's not much point in continuing this conversation, is there? Circuit's engaged, Mr. Spock. Standing by, number one. Take cover. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
it's still in one piece. Right. Or so the illusion is. Yes. The top of that nose should have been sheared off the first second. Maybe it was. It's what I tried to explain in the breathing room. Their power of illusion is so great we can't be sure of anything we do, anything we see.
you overlook the unpleasant alternative of punishment. So it doesn't say where they put him in this instance, even in the the cage when I was looking it up. Oh, where the fire is? Okay. Yep, fire and brimstone. So I'm I'm suspecting since it's fire brimstone, he's in what could be acid or boiling oil or something. I'm going to assume this is what the explosions are making him vision as quote unquote hell. <laughs> Bless you. So that's where I assume that Captain Pike has been transported to because that's the you unlook look, you underestimate the alternative. Right. From a fable you once heard in childhood. Okay. You will now consume the nourishment. Why not? Just put irresistible hunger in my mind. And if you can't, can you? You do have limitations, don't you? If you continue to disobey, from deeper in your mind, there are things even more unpleasant. looking it up for the Telosians because I was curious. Mm-hmm. The Telosians were an aged sentient telepathic humanoid species native to Talos 4 in the Talos star group, aka the cage. Well, as I scroll down a little bit, it says history. 
Telosians were once a warp-capable, technologically advanced culture, but a nuclear holocaust left their planet virtually uninhabitable and killed most of the species. Oh. Because I was going to look up and see who played the uh, Telosian Keeper, as they call it. And that's what I just saw, and I'm like, wow. You know, there's a whole thing on it. And apparently in another show, I'm not sure which, uh, but I know it's not the ones we're doing right off the bat, so it's got to be like Discovery. That's the Telosians now versus the Telosians that we're watching now. They don't look the same. They're close. The, the clothing's different. The heads aren't as bulbousy, but, I mean... They're still Telosians. Okay. You gotta remember 1966 uh, technology versus today's. Right. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, they think of everything, don't they? Is it good to be home? You read our minds very well. Home? Anything else I want? If I cooperate, is that it? Why? It turned out to be a lovely day, didn't it? You're home. You can even stay if you want. But we're not here, neither of us. We're in a menagerie, a cave. I can't help either one of us if you won't give me a chance. You told me once they used illusions as a narcotic. They couldn't even repair the machines left by their ancestors. Is that why they want us? To build a colony of slaves? Stop! Don't you care what they'll do to us? Back in my cage, it seemed for a couple of minutes that our keeper couldn't read my thoughts. Do emotions like hate, keeping hate in your mind, does that block off our mind from them? Yes, they can't read through primitive emotions, but you can't keep it up for long enough. I've tried. They keep at you and at you year after year, tricking and punishing all they want. They own me. And you must hate me. Thank <laughs> you. 
now he's an Orion slave trader. behind him with a torch. And you all know the situation. We're hoping to transport down inside the Telosian community. If our measurements and readings are an illusion also, one could find oneself materialized inside solid rock. Nothing will be said if any volunteer wants to back out. the first officer, and Yeoman Colt. Right. Captain. Captain. No, let me finish! But 
dropped him specifically right there? Uh, yes. Because he's gonna pull the... That's where the door is. Right. Yeah. It took me a while to figure that out when I was a kid, but... Yeah. He doesn't need you. He's already picked me. Picked her? For what? I don't understand. Now there's a fine choice for intelligent offspring. Offspring? As in children? Offspring as in he's Adam. Is that it? You're no better choice. I'd have more luck crossing him with a computer. Yeah, Bang. A little time computation. There was a Vena listed on that expedition as an adult crewman. Now, adding 18 years to your age then. <laughs> Since you resist the present specimen, you now have a selection. I'll break out of this zoo somehow and get to you. Is your blood red like ours? I'm going to find out. Each of the two new specimens has qualities in her favor. The female you call number one has the superior mind and would produce highly intelligent children. All I want to do is get my hands on you. Can you read these thoughts? Images of hate? Killing. The other new arrival has considered you unreachable, but now is realizing this has changed. The factors in her favor are youth and strength, plus unusually strong female drives. You'll find my thoughts more interesting. Young man, Colt looked embarrassed That's so there. You can't right? understand. Emotion so of. <laughs> Wrong thinking is punishable. Right thinking will be as quickly rewarded. You will find it an effective combination. No. No, don't help me. I have to concentrate. I can't read through hate. Twist your head off. 
release me or we'll destroy it. It's not bluffing, Captain. With illusion, they can make your crew work the wrong controls or push any button it takes to destroy your ship. I'm going to gamble you're too intelligent to kill for no reason at all. On the other hand, I've got a reason. I'm willing to bet you've created an illusion this laser is empty. I think it just blasted a hole in that window and you're keeping us from seeing it. You want me to test my theory out on your head? Captain! He was right. Yep. It seems the Telosians have deserted you. Gentlemen, a moment, please. Well, Mr. Spock. May I have your verdict? Signal you want them to wait. Captain, please, it's your life now. At least a chance for life. Keep talking about life, Mr. Spock. A chance for life. Half. A prisoner, caged, a zoo specimen, living the illusions that amuse his keepers. No, Captain. There's more to it. Watch. Guilty, yes or no, Captain? Yes. Guilty. I must also vote guilty as charged. damage they did. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Make contact, number one. They kept us from seeing this, too. We cut through and never knew it. Captain. As you see, your attempt to escape accomplished nothing. I want to contact our ship. You are now on the surface where we wished you to be. With the female of your choice, 
You will now begin carefully guided lives. Start by burying you. That is your choice. To help you reclaim the planet's surface, our zoological gardens will furnish a variety of plant life. Look, I'll make a deal with you. You and your life for the lives of these two Earthwomen. You give me proof that our ship is all right, send these two back, and I'll stay with Vina. wrong to create a whole race of humans to live as slaves. Is this a deception? Do you intend to destroy yourselves? What is that? The weapon is building up an overload, a forced chamber explosion. You still have time to get underground. Well, go on! Just to show you how primitive humans are, Tulosian, you go with her. If you all think it's this important, then I can't go either. I suppose if they have one human being, they might try again. She's right. storing records is crude and consumed much time. Are you prepared to assimilate it? We had not believed this possible. The customs and history of your race show a unique hatred of captivity even when it's pleasant and benevolent you prefer death this makes you too violent and dangerous a species for our needs he means that they can't use you you're free to go back to the ship and that's it no apologies you captured one of us, threatened all of us. Your unsuitability has condemned the Telosian race to eventual death. Is this not sufficient? No other specimen has shown your adaptability. You were our last hope. But wouldn't some form of trade, mutual cooperation? Your race would ruin our power of illusion and destroy itself too. Captain, we have transport control now. Let's get back to the ship. I can't. I can't go with you. Sir, it just came on. We can't shut the power off. Mr. Spock here. All power has come on, Mr. Spock. The helm is answering to control.
is the female's true appearance. They found me in the wreckage, dying, love of flesh. They rebuilt me. Everything works. But they had never seen a human. They had no guide for putting me back together. to convince you her desire to stay is an honest one. You'll give her back her illusion of beauty. And more. Mr. Spock, the system is coming on again. Commodore was never there. Right. What you now seem to hear, Captain Kirk, are my thought transmissions. The Commodore was... Sorry about that, guys. Someone with a loud exhaust just drove by. Never aboard your vessel. His presence there and in the shuttlecraft was an illusion. Mr. Spock had related to us your strength of will. It was thought the fiction of a court-martial would divert you from too soon regaining control of your vessel. Captain Pike is welcome to spend the rest of his life with us, unfettered by his physical body. The decision is yours and his. Even if regulations are explicit, you could have come to me and explained. Asked you to face the death penalty too. One of us was enough, Captain. Yes. Message from Starbase 11, sir. Received images from Talos 4. In view of historic importance of Captain Pike and space exploration, 
General Order 7, prohibiting contact, Talus 4, is suspended this occasion. No action contemplated against Spock. Proceed as you think best. Signed, Mendez, J.I., Commodore, Starbase 11. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Pike to the transporter room. See him off. Thank you, sir. For both of us. Yes. Uh, Mr. Spock, when you're finished, please come back and see me. I want to talk to you. This regrettable tendency you've been showing lately towards flagrant emotionalism. I see no reason to insult me, sir. <laughs> I believe I've been completely logical about the whole affair. <laughs> Captain Kirk? Not the remastered one. He, you never saw her being a walk off with him to begin with. In the original men, uh, cage, you saw it in the menagerie. Captain Pike, he has an illusion, and you have reality. May you find your way as pleasant. Happy ending. So, Vicky, that was season one, episode twelve, the Menagerie. What did you think of this one? I liked it. It was a continuance of number one. Right. It was number two. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vicky, on a scale of one to ten, where do you put this one? I give this one a nine two. I have to agree with you on that one. So, Vicky, who do you think this episode hinged on? Pike, Spock, Kirk, uh, the Yeoman that came down, the Cold, the other lady, Uno, who is the first officer, you could have just called her number one, okay, Bina, and the Telosians. Right, I have to have to give it to Mendez, even though he wasn't actually physically there. Okay. So. Yeah. So, Vicki, would you like to say anything else about this episode? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Would you like to tell them where they can find us? You can find us at Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Where it all began. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. And where can we find a merch shirt? www.vickysstartrek.com Yay! 
Well, I guess if there's nothing else, I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will catch you in the next transmission.